good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, rocking and firing from beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. And I hope this finds you well, as it does us. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Henceforth, ergo, the two go hand in hand. You're listening to us on this beautiful 17th day of October 2019 in the year of our Lord. As the country is moving right to left on your AM dial. Yes, they're doing everything they can to turn this country into a socialist disaster a uh, melting pot of non-committed, non-patriotic, non—well, really non-tolerant society. One eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two is our business line. I'm uh, sitting in. I get to. St- I'm doing Tuesdays and Thursdays is where I've landed. It's uh, my new uh, responsibility to the American Freedom Network, Joe Jaquin, and to all you listeners. Because let's face it, you're all entitled to my opinion, but the guy who runs the show now, the boss himself, Joe Jaquin, Double J, is known in his inner circle, is sitting across from me. Good morning, kid. How you hey, doing? Hey, You know, talking about non-tolerant. It's non-tolerant described as tolerant. Oh, you know, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It, it's incredible how, how, how they've shaped it. And, and like you said, right, patriotism, bad, right? Right. Uh, America first, bad. Uh, you know the anybody who believes that you're a non-tolerant person, and 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 of course the left tries to tell you how tolerant they are, and of course you always end up finding out at the end of the day the worst behaviors are the ones on the left. Absolutely, I mean you look at the uh, the right. You know, listen, I'm so conservative. I mean, anyone who's been listening longer than ten minutes can figure that out. But you know, I don't care what you do. I don't care. You know, the LBGTQs, XYZs, I don't care. Do whatever you want want to do. But I don't think you should have special days or special laws. I don't ask for them. You know, we don't ask for heterosexual day, do we? I guess we're going to have to get one at Disneyland. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's only fair. Of course, they'd all be protesting. It's atrocious. It's terrible. But, um, but anyway, nevertheless, we get it. I gotta tell you how different the world is, and I mean, if you're just sitting at home and you tune in and you hear that statement and you feel like I do, you're getting up there and you're like, nothing makes any sense some days. But apparently, they're going to settle the GM strike. Um, they're getting a nine thousand dollar bonus, plus who knows what else. But it's amazing that you could ask just about anybody, any anybody on the street. You know, what do you think of the GM strike? They're like, what? What GMs on strike now? The last G, well, not the last, but the GM strikes of the seventies, you know, and inflation, you know, they 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 start entire television shows. Ted Koppel, GM strike day seventeen, <laughs> and, and you know the people there, they'd be live at the picket line. Oh yeah, they right? got sticks and people are fighting, and it's on the front page of the net. They, they, they bring in the scam workers and they're pounded on the buses. Remember, right. they bring them in in buses. Right, we're live from the GM strike. <laughs> People are running. What's going on? Today, GM was on strike. They settled it. Why? I'll tell you why. I figured it out. I was stopped at a traffic light today, and today is a monumental day. I actually got to work without witnessing a single car accident. Is that why you were here that early? Yeah, I figured out you leave early, try to avoid the... uh the, the, the rush to get to work at 9. Uh, yeah, so, I, no, not that you're here early. Yeah, early. I wouldn't go that far, but... Uh, 
It was like 8.30. So, so I'm sitting in the traffic light. I don't know. There's maybe 10 or 15 cars right around me, and I start looking at Hyundai, Toyota, 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 Subaru, Honda. Oh, there's a Ford. Ah, there's a Chevy truck. Okay, that's it. No wonder. I mean, because it doesn't matter. GM could go out of business. I don't think anybody would even care anymore. It would be such a small ad. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that it would be, you know, well, so goes America, so goes GM. And that's the way it always has been, but it isn't that way anymore. Or is it? (laughs) I think it's exactly what's going on. So nobody cares. Nobody gives a crap about GM. They went out of business. Nobody even miss them because there's 900 other models to buy out there. Right? So they they still it's not like they're back yet. They're 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 closing in on coming back, but they haven't built the vehicle. It's like day 33 or something like that. And it's not like you're driving past these dealerships and there's no cars on them. Right? There's cars everywhere. Crazy. Nobody cares. GM's on strike. So now you have the Chicago teachers going on strike. You have 300,000 kids not going to school today, and it's Chicago too, right? They already don't have any money. Their pension funds aren't funded, and, you know, it's just another microcosm. Who do you think makes more? A guy uh, putting pop rivets into Chevy Silverados on the line? Or Or a kindergarten teacher who works nine months out of the year. Which union is going to be the strongest? Kindergarten teacher. Absolutely. Well, certainly much better. They broke they broke the private unions, but government unions? You know, I hate to bring it up because it angers a lot of people out there. I know you do. A lot of people listening are on government pensions. Um, you guys did your times. You did your jobs. I, you know, but do I think teachers should have unions. Do I believe in Red for Ed? No. Red for Ed's whole idea, in case you're not paying attention, is to tax people the 1%. Okay, now, the teachers are so bad that 88% of the high school seniors cannot pass the, the high school equivalency test. 88% in Arizona. You know, test scores haven't changed at all. I know. So I mean, Remember, this was all, you know, the, the, we wanted the higher test scores and this and that. They're the exact same that they, they've been this way for, the, for, what, 30, 40 years? So there we had, remember the results-based... Results-based pay? Hey, you know, like the real world? If you're graduating idiots, I guess you're not getting a raise. We'll be back. Mike and the Mechanics, silent running. Eric Suderstrom here with Joe Jaquin. 10-17-2019 is the date. It's 9.15 in the morning if... You're in one of the classic pileups in Phoenix. You're late for work. I tell you, the reason I came in early today, my dog, Duke. When I was on Tuesday, I had to get out, take a call. He was at the vet's. Duke is a wiener dog. I don't know if I can say that. Wiener dog slash basset hound. I'm not sure who was the dam or the sire. and, and But you can see both, you know, little short legs, little dachshund-style head, but little short basset legs and uh, interesting, cute, cute dog. He was a rescue. He's got a BB in him. He had throat. He was kicked. I mean, he was beaten all up. And, I mean, when I got him a couple years ago, he was just grumbly, and we were worried he was going to bite the grandkids. And little by little, he, he just turned it on. He came, it took a year, and he started playing, and now the kids, grandkids yanking his ears, and he's just a good dog. Yeah, he's a good dog. So 
he ate he got into a bag of treats Sunday and ate the bag, the plastic bag. <laughs> With the treats. <laughs> with, with the treats in it. So by Tuesday, I'm coming in to do a radio, get up in the morning. He's in the closet. I'm like, all right, well. I, I touch him. I feel him, you know, and he's like, he's going to explode. You could literally bounce a dime off his stomach, you know. So so we take him into the vet. And, of course, I'm on the air when they call. And they're like, yeah, he's got some blockage. But they, they open him up, and he's got a three-pound tumor. And he's always been like a little pumpkin on wheels, you know. He's like, yeah, he's a fat little, little dog. fat thing, you know. But he didn't eat much, and I'd had him a couple of years, and I walk him a mile every other day. I mean, four or five days a week, my dogs and I go a mile. This is what we do. I limp around, but I still do it. I walk. We live up in the desert. It's beautiful. So the vet tells me he's got this gigantic uh, tumor on his spleen. So I'm like, oh, well, what does that mean? Well, she says we're going to take it off. So he gets a spleenectomy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so they take three pounds and change out of the dog. Right now, the dog probably weighs what twenty something pounds. Oh, yeah. At the so, point, I was going to say fifteen to eighteen. Uh, all right, twenty. Uh, yeah. So this is a big part of him, and who knows how long he's been carrying it around. You know, so, you know. So he gets he spends the night at the vets, and then last night I bring him home, and now he's all thin. You know, and uh, he's got a long incision on his stomach, but. He had a liposuction. Yeah, but I could see, you know, yeah, I could see that uh, that he was feeling a lot, his eyes, you know. So I that thing must have been hurting him for a long, long time, and it wasn't until he got a little blockage because it was pushing on everything. So yada, 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 go to GoFundMe Duke. <laughs> I got to get him a GoFundMe page. $3,200 later, Duke's home recuperating with the wife. So think about that. The only higher bet bill I ever seen was... When my buddy's dog Scooby got bit in the face by a rattlesnake, <laughs> and uh, we were all heading to a golf, and his wife's crying, and we're Bart, and we're oh Bart, we yeah. were playing in a golf tournament in Prescott, and we're, we're almost there, and he's like, I gotta go, I can't play, I gotta get back, I gotta get my dog to the vet, and and Bart's brother looks, he says, Don't worry about that dog, he's not gonna die. You could not be that lucky. <laughs> So yada yada yada, a bill shows up for Scooby Underhill, <laughs> Scooby for uh, seventy seven hundred dollars. <laughs> so I told him just write back to the vet, going Scooby's not working right now. <laughs> Put Maybe. his paw print on it. Scooby's on strike. So so anyway, so anyway, Duke's doing good. He can't, you know, he's just he's got to feel better. So walking around the house, of course they tell him don't go up these stairs. Two weeks, two weeks of convalescent with this dog. Oh, don't let him go up any stairs or jump. First thing he does, gets up this morning, jumps on the furniture. You know, so I don't know. So who the heck knows? So that's my life. Just thought I'd throw that in for you. Maybe I'll put a picture of him on Facebook. Um, I want to get some on KHNC 1360. That station's running at 10,000 watts, aren't we? Yep. Uh, be interesting. If you get any signal reports or can anyone email you or something? Yeah, we get them all the time. So we're all the way... uh, North of Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, we're right at the border. We get almost, almost into Nebraska, uh, and real close to the springs as well. And cover us, all of Can Denver. they send an email? What's an email? Address? Yeah, contact at thirteen sixty khnc dot com. So that's at contact at thirteen sixty khnc dot com. Let us know where you're listening. There you so, go. Yeah, yeah. Fill up the inbox. Yeah. 
So we're, you know, if you're out there or wherever you're at, yeah, just put it in. Even if you're listening here in Arizona, let us know, right? You, 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 you can get us streaming live on the website there at 1360KHNC.com or email us. All right, email contact, at 13, spell out contact, yep. at 1360KHNC.com. And let us know. I'd like to know where the signal goes. So and then, we got we got listeners in Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. I don't think it goes that far. <laughs> well, it does through the internet. Yeah, I guess it all counts, right? So I'm just fascinated to see how far. Because I remember when when the station went to 5,000 watts, and we were heading south of Denver. Um, you could kind of get it head pretty close to the spring, so it must boom in. And one night I was at Roosevelt Lake. And uh, we had the AM radio on, and it was skipping in at night. It was weird. Wow. I was listening to a repeat of the that, morning that, that show was at night. Probably don't shh, don't say that. You're not supposed to. Well, because probably what happened was the power. All all radio stations operate the same way. Uh, at nighttime, all the wattage has to go down, and uh, because of like Eric said, at nighttime these signals will go everywhere. So you you gotta you gotta turn them down. And if your timer, like our our transmitter has it, we've got a timer in there, and and it knows at this time take the timer. So for us, we go from ten thousand all the way down to a thousand, but the coverage area is is about the same. Uh, but it's at night, so the signal will go farther. If you don't turn it down, or the timer broke, or something happened, I could see that happening. Well, Where you it? would you would pick it up at Roosevelt Lake, you shouldn't have, but the power probably didn't get turned down that day. So when we moved from Iowa to Arizona from Des Moines, um, you know you're always a little homesick. My brother was a teenager; I was just a kid. But we'd go out and get in the 1968 Chrysler New Yorker at night and turn on the radio, and it would pick up. Then is it K O Y? I forget or K I forget the the uh, biggest talk radio station in Des Moines. But you could get it you in the driveway. It, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I get California at night here. So you get San Francisco KFI, or I think it is, or that comes in. So anyway, let us know. Contact at 1360 KHNC. Put signal report in the uh, in the inbox. And uh, put your first name in it if you want. First and last, we'll read your first name, which would be interesting. We'll, uh, we'll read them out on the air. Everybody likes to know. So, how about this? A pro college. So, California, they, they're they working on a bill. Have they passed it where that college athletes can be paid? Well, what they can be do, they can get and go get their own sponsors. Get their own sponsor, right? You know, hey, I'm a spokesperson for the mattress store. Yeah. Or I'm the spokesperson for the car dealership, right, uh, and, and essentially get paid for their fame, right? If you're the quarterback at USC or UCLA, right, you can probably make some money. If you're the star running back or receiver, right, because there's no guarantee, especially USC, not to pick on USC, but uh, just because you're a good college quarterback at USC doesn't mean you're going to make it in the pros. Mm-hmm. Uh, I.e. Matt Leiner, right, yeah. Mark Sanchez. But you will make it as a broadcaster. So, <laughs> so they and, and again, just, you know, we talked about the GM strike, the teacher strikes, the Reds for Eds, and all of these things. And everybody strikes at the wrong place. They should all be striking at the central bank because the issue isn't the amount of money they're getting paid. The issue is 
everything that costs so damn much. And, you know, in, in college, let's face it, the sports program is a revenue generator, a massive revenue generator for a lot of these schools, especially when you're talking Division One football. Well, tickets are expensive. The, the highest paid government employee in every state is the football coach. The taxpayer money to build these hundreds of millions of dollars stadiums. I mean, there's so much money involved that the, the, the people that are in them, you know, should, that are playing should probably get some money. But either reverse it, you know, the coach gets minimum wage and they play, you know. The coaches deserve to be making millions and millions of dollars. I don't know. I don't think so. So it is ridiculous, isn't it? But that's what's happened. There's so much money involved in it, so... So, I mean, but I just can't imagine. I guess if you're 18 years old, so if you're 18-year-old high school senior uh, playing for Hickory in uh, Indiana, you know, you might be the spokesman for the local Dodge dealer, you know? You know, I didn't think about it going down into the high school. Right, right? high school kids can be gods in small towns. In some of those smaller towns, but you're right. Uh, You know, capitalism at its finest, I don't know. Uh, I will tell you this, so I know a little bit about it. Uh, the NCAA does allow, at least at the Division One level, and I don't know if it's all sports, some sports, or what have you. I can I can speak for one. I, I am very good friends with a uh, a kid that plays at a major Division One program, and they get a stipend if you live in the dorms at get this a program from they, a. From a, from the school. From a school, okay. From, from the school itself, uh, nine hundred dollars a month if you live at the dorms, in addition to your scholarship, two thousand dollars a month if you live off campus. Well, I can't imagine them going, you know, on the radio, the, the high school basketball, and Jones comes up, he shoots, he scores, it's good, like a one beer. <laughs> He's got a logo right. of, of the chicken place on his on his shorts. He gets know. in his Ferrari. <laughs> he gets a tattoo, you know. Ah, why not? It'll just everything else. They've killed everything else. Let's just go ahead and kill this kill dude. the rest of it. Just kill it all off. So, oh man, I was at Walmart the other day. And the Christmas trees are up. Oh, yeah. It's not even, come on, Halloween yet. So. Sarah and I, we had to get the propane for the grill because we ran out of propane. And we uh, we went into Walmart. And, I mean, big, big Christmas display. And <laughs> it's sickening. They're going to kill Christmas. Thanksgiving, obviously, now is a racist holiday. Thanksgiving and Columbus Day. But uh, speaking of getting a, a gas thing, they <laughs> said the Arizona Repulsive today. They'll uh, actually give you money to not start a fire in your backyard. Uh, there's a $75 credit now if you put a gas fire pit instead of wood. Uh, unbelievable. Should you really get paid for that? So it says get $75 off. Phoenix area folks who want a cozy fire this winter without contributing to the seasonal brown cloud can get a little help. $75 towards a propane-fueled fire pit. The Maricopa County Air Quality Department is teaming up with the Arizona Propane Gas Association and the Arizona Propane Education, also sponsoring <laughs> Notre Dame High School. No, just... <laughs> A.K.A. the propane lobby. Yeah, everybody's in on this one. So, 
and the Educational Research Foundation to offer financial incentives to convert a wood-burning environment to the cleaner gas option. The first 1,000 county residents to apply can get a voucher for 75 bucks off the price of a propane-burning fire pit at participating Home Depot stores. Unbelievable! I mean, the government, the Home Depot, these guys, that guys, everybody's in on the deal. So this is your tax dollars at work. This is now the third year for the program, and so far 2,000 households have taken advantage of it. There's a limit of one voucher per household, so you got to get your voucher. I'm almost at the point of, yeah, why don't you go get a... I don't need another one, but I might as well go get one. Yeah. 75 bucks, to, you can get a propane one for like $100. Yeah, that makes it kind of cheap, right? doesn't it? So, all right, well, there you have it. Uh, details go to cleanairmakemore.com slash fire pit. I'm not ma- I gotta read that again. Clean this is one word, cleanairmakemore.com slash fire pit or dial. Now this is not Bertha's house of pain. 602-372-Wood. <laughs> I think Heidi Fleiss might answer the phone. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> this is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Millions of students headed back to school this fall seeking to acquire the knowledge and skills they need for a successful life. Many teachers enter the profession with a mission to inspire young people towards excellence and personal growth. But for thousands of school administrators and other non-teaching personnel who draw big salaries in our public schools the new academic year has a very different meaning. In the education establishment, the new school year is a time to indoctrinate young people with manufactured notions of diversity, oppression, social justice, and the canons of political correctness. Nowhere was this better illustrated than the firestorm that blazed in California just before the school year started. A new statewide curriculum for ethnic studies was posted for public comment, and the deafening uproar from parents and even politicians was enough to cause a postponement of its implementation. In 2016, California passed a law requiring the development of an ethnic studies curriculum, (laughs) as though that were a legitimate academic subject. Listen to this. The curriculum is required to, quote, include information on the ethnic studies movement, specifically the Third World Liberation Front, and its significance in the establishment of ethnic studies as a discipline and work in promoting diversity and inclusion within higher education, end quote. The curriculum is supposed to, wait for it, quote, promote critical thinking and rigorous analysis of history, systems of oppression, and the status quo in an effort to generate discussions on futurity and imagine new possibilities, end quote. But the futurity to discuss is not one of capitalism, freedom, and prosperity. No, the proposed new curriculum is loaded with liberal jargon and describes capitalism as a form of power and oppression. In reality, capitalism has brought higher standards of living to people of all ethnicities, but students in California would be taught the opposite. A torrent of opposition to this new curriculum has caused its supporters to delay it. Some look to private schools, homeschooling, and charter schools as a way to escape this new indoctrination. Join us tomorrow for more details about bringing this ludicrous curriculum requirement to a grinding halt. Parents and the public are changing policy from the ground up. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. 
The liberal agenda is corrupting classrooms in colleges and schools across the country. If you're a parent, teacher, or administrator who really cares about our children, we promise to keep you informed at phyllisschlafly.com. And let us hear from you at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. No, sir. Yes, ma'am, back guy. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedars from Joe Jaquin, Arlene out front taking orders. Phones ringing off the hook today. People taking the time to put things away that are real. You'd be glad you did. Hope, you know, just hope you never need them. That's what this company's all about. You take the time to. You know, you buy life, health, home, insurance, you know, you're worried you don't get sick or your house catches on fire. And that's what this is, wealth insurance. You know, you got something you can count on. You know, I'm surprised that the the absolute bottom for the real estate market was August 2011. The absolute bottom. So right around the initiation of quantitative easing number three. Right. That also marked the top, top of the gold, the gold market. Yep. The same month. They both did the same thing within 20 days of each other. Nobody knew it at the time, but you, you don't know until afterwards. Gold was at 1900 and change, and the housing market was, you know, pennies on the dollar. But uh, I'm surprised that nobody said something takes advantage of how well that hard assets cover real estate. I mean, it's just such a great hedge to have that, you know, it should almost be that you have to uh, own X amount of gold to qualify for a mortgage. I mean, should. You should have to show it. you got to show everything else. You know, where every nickel you ever made, you know, they run you through this terrible process. And I mean, it should have, uh, you know, probably, I don't know, uh, probably 10 ounces of gold for every 100000 a mortgage maybe might help. So, Well, that would be really nice. Yeah, it would be nice to have. So if you don't have that. So Figure out how much you owe, and that's to give you an idea how much gold you need. The, so. a- the average cost of a home now is about three hundred k. So that that just to be in a in an a- and listen, yeah, that would be a minimal. You know what? Actually, I think it should be twenty ounces per hundred grand. We'll probably cover you. So you'll have to work on that. Joe's the numbers guy. So you know, we all know though where we were on nine eleven. Joe, do you know where you were thirty years ago today? I know exactly where I was. You know what I'm talking? I'm talking about nope. The earthquake. Oh, remember in uh, Oakland? Oakland, yeah. Remember that? The, play, the World Series was going on. I was watching the World Series. <laughs> yeah, it was it was there too in California, yeah. and everything started shaking. And I thought it was the beer I was drinking. <laughs> you know, like, well, I, I remember I was sitting with Jim Snow. And I looked up, I go, look at the camera there. I mean, some, somebody's knocking that camera around. And, uh, yeah, so where were you? You remember? I was uh, playing golf oh. 9-11. Me no, and it's I not 9-11. It's the uh, earthquake oh, 30 the years ago today. You were watching the yeah. game. Where were you? I was at my house. At your house? Yeah, watching the game. And you know what was so funny? So is, you do remember. Yeah, and I'm yeah. sitting there thinking about today. We talked about this uh, on Tuesday. I haven't watched a single inning of baseball. Yeah, it's me know. neither. Not one. So, I don't even know. Uh, it's sad. I mean, baseball, the great American pastime is uh, pretty much, mm, well, everything's changing. Pastime. So, yeah. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell told Republican senators yesterday to be ready 
for an impeachment trial of President Trump as soon as Thanksgiving. As the sentence begins to brace for a political maelstrom that will engulf the nation. An air of inevitability has taken hold in Congress with the expectation that Trump will become the third president in the history of this country to be impeached and that Republicans need to prepare to defend the president. While McConnell briefed senators on what would happen during a Senate trial, House GOP leaders convened that they expect will be regular impeachment strategy sessions. In their closed-door weekly luncheon, McConnell gave a presentation about the impeachment process and fielded questions alongside his staff and Senate Judiciary Committee leader Lindsey Graham. Of course, Lindsey Graham is a Republican infighting right now over pulling uh, troops, the backing of the Kurds. Impeachment, of course, is the first step to remove a president with the White House voting on formal charges and the Senate holding a trial in which it either convicts or quits him. McConnell said the Senate will likely meet six days a week during the trial. There's sort of a planned expectation it will be sometime around Thanksgiving. So you basically Thanksgiving to Christmas, which would be wonderful because there's no deadline in the world like the next break to motivate senators. Now, do they say what he's being impeached for? Well, no. I'm just curious. Is, is he? There, are they trying to claim that he's meddling with the election because he asked for the investigation on the Bidens? I mean, what is it? Well, yeah. I mean, that's that is not allowed to ask another country to investigate one of your citizens. Well, because he was supposedly holding back money and he was asking for help in his campaign. That's how they looked at it. That's how they looked at government money to uh, help his campaign. So, which you know is illegal. (laughs) But I really don't know what is legal and what is is up on Capitol Hill. So I know. I mean. You just you just look at it. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, a just phone call just doesn't hold any water. It to doesn't, me. does it? So it really doesn't. So I don't know. It's uh, it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be a sad state of affairs. It'll be great radio. I'm oh yeah, that yeah. The talk talk shows are going to be you know have record numbers. I imagine it's just going to be nuts. So 2019's been a weird year. But how about did you see all the violence that was in Minnesota with the when Trump was there doing a a little uh, fundraising and was giving the speech there? I mean, get ready. You know my opinion on it. Cities are going to burn before before the end of no matter what the outcome of the election before even the election. I'm going to say this. Last time the conservatives we took it. Right, Trump would come into town. The counter, you know, all you wanted to do was park and walk into the event and listen to President Trump give a campaign speech. That's all you wanted to do, right? You wanted to do that, and when it was over, walk back to your car and go home. And it happened in this town. It happened in every other town as well. Here were the liberals, and what were they doing? They were punching you, kicking you, spitting on you, and and we took it last time. I don't think we're going to take it this time. No, no, it's not. It's going to erupt into full-blown fighting. It's going to happen. So, And the issue was also, back then, nobody really thought he could be president. Right. So they put up with it, and they're like, yeah, okay. No one really thought he was going to get elected. We knew what they didn't know. Yeah. So... 
Ah, great letter to the editor in the Arizona Repulsive today, written by Tom Brennan in Mesa. Anyone thinking about voting for Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren should have to go stand in line for an hour and a half at the Scottsdale DMV office like I did yesterday renewing my driver's license. You know what I'm talking about. And they want these guys running our health care? <laughs> That's what it's going to be like. Get the movie Idiocracy. <laughs> and when he goes to the hospital, it's what it's going to be like. Government health care will be like the DMV. So I, I, yeah, I, it's going to happen. They, eventually it's going to happen. So you can't stop it. You can't stop it. You understand? They've gutted the country. The only thing left is handouts. Got that handout. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't forget to send my dog, Duke, some money. (laughs) He needs it. He's not working right now. He's on strike. We'll be back. 9.44 a.m. in the Valley of the Sun. Clocks change yet? Is it 1044 in Denver? Not yet. Clocks haven't changed yet. Yeah, it seems late. When do they do it? Oh. A couple weeks. Got to be coming up. Oh, no. Ramon's going to call me when, when that happens. When it happens? Okay. U.S. factory output slumped 0.5% in September, the most in five months, as a strike at General Motors has caused a steep decline in auto production. Well, fear not. Joe says they got a little bit of a... So so here's what we're learning. Uh, just breaking the the deal allows General Motors to close... You know, the General Motors had said, hey, we're going to close these plants. The one in Lordstown, Ohio, right, the, the president was trying to get involved with. The union has agreed, okay, go ahead and close them all, and uh, you give us 11 grand. That so it? it like that's the deal. So it's gone up three grand since I got up this yeah, morning. General Motors is going to close three plants, but give everybody $11,000. So I guess, you know, the one way of looking at it for GM side is every time they want to close a plant, just cough up, you know, 3600 bucks per plant. Yeah. All Average. Right. Perfect. So yeah, there you go. Just buy off the heat. Yeah, and so. one other uh, one other plant that they they were gonna GM was saying was gonna close. They said, okay, we'll build an electric truck there some point in the future. Oh, okay. Yeah, the electric vehicle thing is coming, and uh, GM's right is riding the wave on it. They're planning on eleven electric models in the next thirty six months. I mean, it's just crazy. Well, crazy. I'm sure that there's going to be a tax incentive behind it. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Without it, it won't yes. work. So, so we'll just watch this unfold together. So it's amazing where we're at and what's happening. I mean, things are changing. You know, you watch the Democrat debate, and I can only watch a little bit of it. I still like Yang. Yang wants to give everybody a check. Don't don't write that guy off. The problem is... Yeah, he, the problem is the check he wants to write is only $1,000. That's not going to do anything. It's his last name. It's like, you shouldn't be allowed like Beto. You ever hear that guy talk? He is an idiot. I mean, an absolute idiot. He doesn't speak well. I have no idea because he calls himself Beto. You know, so he figures he's going to get the Hispanic vote, which is the biggest segment of the population probably in the entire country anyway voting. But um, it'd be like us. You know, is that fair? I don't think, you know, a realtor, I can't put Swede. Okay, well, actually, my nickname, Centipede. (laughs) I don't even want to know. In high school, long story. But uh, in a realtor, you can't even put your nickname on your business cards. 
All right, they don't want you working as Smiley Joe or anything. You got to have your name as a licensed realtor. You can't use any nicknames on anything. It's against the law. So how can you run for president, you know, as Beto or Vado or whatever? I mean, you know, I don't even think you can go on the ballot. So once they take Beto and they put his real name on the ballot, they won't know who to vote. They for. won't know who to vote for. <laughs> Who's this Robert O'Rourke guy? Why can't I go over and run, you know, in in Russia as, uh, I don't know, uh, Yuri Sederstrom? <laughs> Vote for me. We drink vodka. <laughs> vodka for everybody. <laughs> vodka in high school. Vodka in grades. Everybody gets vodka. Vote for Yuri Sederstrom. So, you know, it's the same deal. So I don't get it. I mean, they can't, they can't put Beto on, but... The guy's an idiot. Oh, he's that... horrible. He shouldn't have even been there. Here's a watershed moment for Facebook. You can say you remember this day, Mark, at 10-1-7-2019. Facebook's done. Whoa. Here's my call. Jennifer Aniston goes to Instagram, okay, and breaks it. They got 8 million likes or something. She actually broke Instagram. Oh, so many friends requests right. or whatever. Yeah, shut it down. It actually <laughs> crashed the system. Okay, so that's basically... What is wrong with everybody? If you're wondering where everybody's going... Seriously, that's the best thing you have to do. Jennifer Aniston is going to join Instagram, right. and you need to be you need to follow her. Right, I mean, she broke, had 8 million likes in like an hour. So that now you know where the next generation's going. If you have Facebook stock, it's not going to bode well. Facebook is on its way to MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Facebook's just going to buy the Insta-Chat. That, yeah, maybe right, that's going to happen. They'll have to merge. So Facebook is now the beta of VCR tapes. <laughs> so, I mean, so, you know, everything's definitely gone to, uh, definitely going to Instagram. I mean, when you get news like that, it doesn't take a genius to figure out which way the wind's blowing there. So, so that's where the next generation is moved to. So, and then Elijah Cummings. I mean, he dies in the middle of the night, age 68. Yeah, so. he's not that old. Trump's at a nice, uh, you know. It could nice. be, and I don't mean this to be derogatory. Obviously, the man has passed, but might be the best thing that happened to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, I know. You're not supposed to speak ill of the departed, so I may just leave that one alone. There I had go. a few nice comments, me and the wife, this morning, and I'll just leave them in our kitchen. I'm sure they're out somewhere because who knows, you know, if you have a computer on at home, you know, they're listening. They are. Tony Soprano would never have one. (laughs) Tony wouldn't do that. So it gets out. Betty White, they have a PSA announcement on 1360KHNC.com if you're listening there. Smokey the Bear. Betty White and Smokey Bear, the (laughs) eco-terrorist. Smokey the Bear. So who knew he was a flaming liberal, too? But she believes she's still around. So, And back to the earthquake. There's an app now. They're working on an app. Yeah, they got an app for that. That alerts people to earthquakes coming. Listen, if it's anything like the apps we get when there's going to be uh, a monsoon, right? Yeah. Everyone phones everyone like in unison starts going, making horrible noises. And you look up and you're like... Yeah, I think we're going to be okay. When the next big one hits in California, of course, everybody's phone will be going. Bee-dee-dee. 
By then it won't matter. Wait, how so, much time? How much warning? I don't know what you're supposed you. to do with that information. So, <laughs> I mean, what do you got? Five seconds? Thirty seconds? How many seconds? I don't know. They got an app for it. So maybe the phone I vibrates. Think if a big one comes, no app is going to really do anybody a whole lot of good. Probably work as good as those silver alerts. <laughs> you get those? Where is that guy? I know. Some old guys missing in a Honda. You know, all you can see is white knuckles and blue hair going down the road. Be on the lookout for it. Was last seen 80 miles from where you are. The silver alert. All right. Final segment Patriot Radio News Hour. Coming up. You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment on this Thursday. U.S. housing starts fell 9.4% from their 12-year high. The home building tumbled to more than a 12-year high for September, but single-family home construction rose for a fourth straight month. So figure that one out. Well, they're building single-family homes for rental communities. Now, Arizona uh, actually has a couple of them being started. Yeah? Yeah, the whole place is just going to be rentals. Now, here's an impeachable offense. Traders rake in billions with apparent knowledge of Trump announcements. <laughs> a series of incredibly lucky trades at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange reportedly have now reapers with traders with apparent knowledge of market-moving announcements by President Trump. Well, come on. I mean, the market has moved on one news item and one news item only for the entire year. And that's the trade deal. Genius to figure out which way the wind's going to blow. You get a, and then this putting in there called the S and P E minis, the electronic traded future contracts. There's been a couple of clearinghouses make a lot of money, so there would be that. Now, see, that would be impeachable. You think Trump? This is why they can't get it's Trump on him. Maybe right. one of his aides is going to leak but, it out. But this is why. They can't get Trump on anything. He's already rich. They couldn't buy him. They couldn't do anything with him. Oh, yeah, here, we'll give you $1 million. He's like, ha, million dollars? I get that in one day at one of my hotels out of the hundreds I have at resorts. I wonder what it is to stay at a Trump hotel. Yeah, I know. Go play golf somewhere in the Caribbean. So it just make me cry because I, I can't afford it. Uh, we got this morning Dow's down a few points. Uh, S&P and NASDAQ are a little higher. Uh, gold continues to rally today, up another 5-6. Uh, silver is up uh, almost 25 cents, uh, back above 18 cents, 800 Even Even just when the power goes off, you know, for an extended period of time would just wipe this place out. You know, if it happened... 50 years ago, not so much. But today, imagine no internet. No, I no. tried it. I went up to the ranch. We don't have it up there. It's hard. Really hard. Really hard. You know, when you see those things on Facebook, they go, well, if you, would you live here for a month, you know, for $100,000 without internet? Well, how about no phone? So no phone, no internet, up at the ranch. You got to drive like three miles to get to the top of the hill. And most of these people think they've got solar power, right? You know, all the solar and the subsidies and the kickback. You're okay. You're okay, right. If you're in it, you're in it. <laughs> I'm in it up to here, money. I'm in it up to here. Patriot Radio News Hour. The blind leads the stupid. Thanks for tuning in. I'm on every Tuesday and Thursday. Eric Segerstrom. Then you get Joe Jake with the rest of the time getting the news 
so you can make a hypothecated decision. God bless everybody. Have a great day. We'll see you next Tuesday.